0: Welcome and thank you for joining us on Birth Mother Matters in Adoption with Kelly Rourke Scary where we delve into the issues of adoption from every angle of the adoption triad. Kelly is the executive director, president, and co-founder of Building Arizona Families Adoption Agency in Phoenix, Arizona, the Donna K. Evans Foundation, and the You Before Me campaign. She has a bachelor's degree in family studies and human development, and a master's degree in education with an emphasis in school counseling. She was adopted when she was three days old, she was born to a teen birth mother, raised in a closed adoption, and reunited with her birth mother in 2007. Our goal with the Birth Mother Matters and Adoption podcast is to spread awareness and education about the beautiful choice that is adoption.
1: Today we have uh, some exciting guests with us. We have adoptive parents, Jen, Joe, and we have their birth mother, Tina, and they're joining us today to talk about their very open adoption, the experience that they've been having since prior to the baby was born up until now, and baby is now a year and a half. Is that correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. So we are so excited to have you here on the podcast because your adoption experience is not like everybody else's. It is very, very open. Uh, the relationship that you have with each other is absolutely incredible and mm-hmm. something to be proud of. So I'd like you, Let's, Jen, let's start with you and tell me, why you wanted a relationship like this, and how you think that you achieved it?
2: Well, we've never kind of our backstory, and Tina knows this is we've never tried to conceive. Um we've always wanted to adopt all our kids, and part of our thing was, of course, we would you know, we wanted to adopt a baby and raise a baby, but we really wanted to have whoever the mom was as part of the family too, like that was very in the deal. and I think we put that on our first page. so, That was, you know, I remember talking, you know, me and Joe talking even after we met her and she was, you were about three months pregnant then. We flew down to Arizona that even at the end, if she chooses to parent and doesn't, you know, um, choose adoption, we still want her in our life. Like we love her as a human and just fell in love with her. So, um, I mean, obviously she shows adoption. It's wonderful. And we love Samson, but we love her. I think it's hard to describe my love for her. I'm going to like tear up. Like, I really love her a lot. We'll
1: check with you. So you're fine. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, yeah. So I would say, you know, with her, like both of us were on the same page of <laughs> there's no competition. There's no any hard feelings. It's just all like love, you know, and that's what we wanted right from the beginning as Samson and we were one big family, um, right? Yeah, and I think we made that... Did you feel like you knew that right from the beginning about us? Yeah. Yeah. hmm Was that important to you?
3: <clears throat> because when I was growing up, it was all
2: about family. Yeah. So family was big, yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I think, you know, like when we first... I mean, meeting you was big, right? And getting to know you. But then we talked to you a lot during your pregnancy. And then afterwards, have talked to you like a lot. Even in the hospital, I feel like I got to know you a lot too, you know, during those couple of days um, and then afterwards. So I think just really investing like time and sending stuff, right? So, you know, we're thinking about you. Um, Yeah, I would say that's a lot of how we maybe have achieved it as being really open and knowing that's kind of what we want, but putting in the time and the effort to make that happen.
1: And Joe, um, what was your perception, understanding ideal about this adoption situation in terms of the relationship that you saw with you and your wife with Tina?
4: Yeah. I mean, Really a lot like what Jen said. I mean, for us, it was really about family, growing family. Um, we we always knew we wanted to a- adopt all of our kids and just getting a chance to, you know, wanting to really make sure that we included whoever the mom was in that process just to help us grow the family. And it's a situation where we we love Samson so much and we we knew we were going to love whatever, you know, whatever child we got. But for us, you know, knowing that that child isn't losing one parent and gaining another one, that child is gaining a, a second parent. Mm-hmm. And for us, like, that's just what it's about. It's a chance to really get a chance to really love on both of them. And that's something that we're really excited for. And and honestly, I, mean, I think when Tina picked us, I don't really think she knew what she was getting herself into. <laughs> um, I mean, that's just – that's really kind of who we are. I mean, we're – that's we just – Want to make sure that she feels as loved every day as we make Samson feel because we we do love her that much and that's something we always knew and and really I think for I Jen and I talked about it quite a bit I think this really we we are the ones that got lucky that Tina chose us because mm-hmm. she's absolutely amazing and <laughs> we have loved every minute of it I mean this I don't think we could have imagined a situation going any smoother than it did like it has been absolutely exactly what we were looking for so we we got really lucky that tina was was the one that chose us and i really feel like that that was meant to be that we were supposed to link up with tina because she is absolutely amazing and it's gone <coughs> about as we could have even imagined
0: this is a really unique situation in that open adoptions are are very common but an adoption that's this open you've come To Arizona from out of state quite often to visit with Tina and be together as a family I think that's fantastic but it is something fairly unique in in just the dynamic of it did you talk to people beforehand and get some pushback like I don't know if that's a good idea or anything like that
4: yes Yes. Uh, every step of the way, pretty much every every way that we've kind of talked about how we how we picture the adoption, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much everybody has kind of been very cautious, you know, saying like, we're, you know, wanting us to be cautious. But we're like, no, we, we love Tina. We want Tina to be there. We want Tina in our life. You know, even saying, you know, for us, things that seem like absolute no brainers to us, people are like, oh, really, that seems kind of, you know, you would go visit her. We're like, absolutely, we're going to go visit her. You know, why wouldn't we come down to spend family with christmas you know christmas with family that's what everyone else does so why wouldn't we come see tina on christmas like to us that's just as normal as can be and so our plan is to come down every year to see her and you know that's it's definitely something where people it seems like we're being out of the norm and and every step of the way i feel like people keep reminding us that how we're doing it is, is not the norm. And it kind of just blows us away because for us, it just seems so natural to be doing it this way. And, you know, and watching Samson's response to Tina, I, I think we're absolutely doing it the right way. I mean, we, you know, we'll call and talk to her on the phone. He instantly recognizes her voice, we do video calls. He instantly recognizes her in the video, even coming down here, um you know we joke around that mom was his first word but he almost never uses it anymore he saw tina the first day and he couldn't stop saying mom he, he knows that's his mom we don't want to deny him of that and we don't want to deny deny tina of that and like he's in no way you know at the same time he'll call tina mom and he'll turn around two seconds later and look at jen and call her mom so it's not like there's like a competition between the two of them he sees both of them as mom and that's something that's You know, that's exactly what we were looking for.
2: I think, too, like, we really wanted to, like, redefine, like, adoption out of kind of, like, our society. I think sometimes birth parents can be looked at pretty negatively and judged. And that, like, kills us because there's nothing to judge or look negatively on. Like, she's of no lesser value than us in the world, but especially to Samson. And I would... We, You know, we both said when we were going down the adoption path, like, whoever the mom is, like, we will never, ever speak one negative thing about the birth mom, the birth family. Like, there'll be no, nothing negative ever said because there isn't anything negative to say. Like, she loves him and we love her and we're a family. So, we would love to disrupt the adoption, like, culture in our society to make it so that this is the norm that they're not viewed in a negative you know discriminatory way because it just isn't really helpful for anybody and I mean really at the end of the day like birth parents love their kids they really do love their kids more than anything and I think that sometimes (laughs) (laughs) I think sometimes that's a misconception so that really gets us that we'd love to change so
0: Well, I do think you're breaking ground, breaking new ground, and I hope that people listen to this podcast, for instance, and maybe change their idea of what the ideal relationship should be. I I just find your family unbelievable, and it's inspiring. So thank you for what you're doing. This is amazing.
1: Tina, I'd like to hear a little bit more from you. What did you think when you learned that the adoptive parents want this really open relationship with you and not only did they say they wanted it they've actually followed through and maintained this relationship
3: honestly I'm surprised because when I did my adoption with my son Michael I put for an open adoption and I like I told you before I haven't gotten no pictures or nothing from them and then until just the other day when we took the Samson into the office for out and everyone to see him at the office Christy was looking into it and got a hold of them and is working on giving me pictures of my first son that I gave up for adoption. So when I got pregnant with Samson again, I went through you guys. I wasn't going to let my first experience ruin my chance, you know, because I know at the time when I got pregnant, I wasn't able to provide or take care of Samson and I wasn't going to let him get taken by the state. So I'd rather choose a family, you know, get, have someone who can't, don't have kids or can't have kids. And give my son a chance in life to have a life that I want to be able to give to him. And like I tell everybody, I look forward to my packages. I call, I call them my adoptive family. And everybody's like, Your adoptive family? I'm like, Yes, they adopted my son, but they adopted me too. <laughs> I love that. He's my adoptive family. <laughs> and I'm very grateful for them because like I look forward to the packages every month, month or every other month. And like I tell everybody, they go, but I got very lucky with this family. (laughs) Because when I had Samson, like most adoptive moms, like when the baby's born, forgets about the birth mom and just goes to the baby. But Jim was staying going back and forth between me and the baby the whole time I was at the hospital. And then when they send me packages, I look forward because the books that they make me, the photo books, it shows that she takes time and, you know, that she does care because, she just doesn't take pictures and um, get copies of them. She actually makes them into a the book and goes and gets the gifts for me and everything and
1: it just shows that she does care. Tina, what would you say to other birth moms who are in the middle of the adoption process, their own journey, and they want a relationship like yours?
3: Just stay honest and open with the adoptive family and talk to them and let them know what they want. And if the girls are going through adoption, you know, I know some of them are just going through it and at the end they end up keeping the baby and the baby gets taken. They don't get the baby back. That's just selfish of them that they should give their child a chance to have life and be part of their baby's life and not let them give out to the state because they think it's better for them to say it's actually not as better to have a parents, you know, so we can be part of our child's life. and. Watch them grow up and be, you know, better than not being able to see them and not knowing
1: where they go. And where do you, and then we'll go back to Jen, where do you see this relationship going as Samson gets older?
2: Well, we joke with Tina a lot that she, like, can't get rid of us. I will always find her <laughs> wherever she is. Um, I Like, we're not going anywhere. Like, her picture's up in our house. Like, we talk about her all the time. Like samson goes with us to pick out the packages i mean we just like we do them every month like i i really hope that you know as he grows then he would be picking out with us is what he wants to get his mom every month and look forward to our yearly trip here to phoenix to see her and you know i just i don't i i remember she said to me at the hospital on the day she was leaving what did you say to me remember you said well it's been good <laughs> and I was like, what are you talking about? We're just getting started. And then she said, Well, I gave you Samson. I said, Yes, you did. I'm, that's awesome. Like, we're both his moms, but we're not, you are, you are our family. You know, we're not just here for Samson. We're here for you too. So we're just getting started, you know. So um, I don't think she could get rid of us if she wanted to. Like, we're, we're here for life. <laughs> like, she's in. Like, I just, I don't call her his birth mom. I call her his mom to people like, you know, like she's just not somebody that gave birth to him. Like he looks identical to her and is why he's so beautiful. But like, she's his mom, you know, she, what do you say? You're mom number one and I'm not mom number two. Right. Um, and so that's just who we are. And yeah, we're not going anywhere. Like we want him to see that. Um, what did you say the other day? You said you always want him to know how much you loved he is. Right. Yeah, Yeah. and I think same with us. Like we would never want him to ever feel like we're not doing anything except exceptionally loving his mom. So that's that's the goal because she's part of the family. So I see her as equal. She's like a
1: sister to me. And just so that our listeners understand, the birth father is not involved in this open relationship. Correct? No.
3: Okay. No, he's
1: he's not. No.
3: But I found. um, His nephew, I ran into his nephew, <laughs> and he talks to his cousin, which is Samson's half-brother. And um, we're trying to work on getting them and, like, him seeing them, too. Like, we just went over to my family's house the other night, and met, they met my uncle and my cousin and my aunt from my dad's side. And we're trying to find my daughter, my oldest daughter, <laughs> and my son, Matt, you know, so... They can be involved in the, not only that, but they're also
1: trying to reach out to the, my other son, Michael, who I adopted out, so they can be involved. That sounds amazing. And as Samson gets older, how do you plan on explaining how the two of you share motherhood? You know, I think from my
2: view, what I what we say now is like, "That's your mom." Like you, we do. You are so loved. You get two moms. Like you live with us and. You know, I love you very much, um, but you look identical to your your other mom, I'm number one, um, and she loves you very much. And then we go and see her once a year. And so I think just helping him understand that.
3: And not only that, but at the time when I was pregnant with him, I wasn't able to, when I had him, I wasn't able to support him and provide for him because I was homeless in my right nowhere to go and going through my own problems. That I gave him yeah! a chance. Yeah, how so you can help you know, get him like I, I yes. give him
2: like Yeah, and that goes along with what you're saying of like you loved him so much I that you're like, I wanna give him a chance in life, but I still wanna be part of his life, you know. So, yeah, so he knows that they love him, I just didn't give him up. Yes. Oh my gosh, no, yes. So yeah, I think that hopefully he can see that we're both equal and not one or the other. Just he
1: just is loved by two. And Joe, is there any anything that you want to share or add in or maybe say to other adoptive fathers out there who have concerns about such an open relationship, or maybe they're on the edge of deciding whether or not that's the right journey for them?
4: Yeah, I, I think a lot of times, you know, the, the the perception can be, you know, like the and especially for Samson <laughs> wanting to understand why the adoption in I think a lot of times people think of it as, you know, in okay. it maybe like a, an easy way out for adoptive mom. Um, and I, I feel like that's going to be further from the truth. You know, what Tina chose to do is not an easy choice. And to go through, you know, nine months of pregnancy, to go through you know, I mean, you heard her say, you know, the the their struggle she was going through at the time. That's not an it's not an easy choice to make to to say I wanna keep that child and then You know, to make the decision of what, you know, a hard decision of I'm going to let somebody else raise my child because I want him to have a better life. That's not an easy choice to make. You know, what she did wasn't a bad thing. What she did was actually a very admirable thing. And, you know, to be able to be included in that life and to, you know, feel like she's trusting us to provide that better life for him that she's talking about. You know, and for me especially, you know, I've, you know, him being a son, like I feel really you know, really a lot of sure to be a great father and role model for him. And I think that's like really important too. And it's, you get that opportunity and you know, that's the way Jen and I see it. It's, it's not that, you know, she gave up on Samson is that she trusted us to be the ones to raise him. Um, and that's a great thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. But uh-huh. yeah. do you have anything you want to say? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. She was a Baba Oh yeah. yeah. Just- <laughs> Podcast
0: <laughs> debut for Samson. Yeah. Right.
4: <laughs> But I mean, it, and so for us, you know, it's just, it's, it's to me like the, having that open relationship, it's to me, it almost makes it, you know, like I said, it's, it's something that would, for us and Jen, it was something we never, you know, thought to question, like to he, us, that was the more obvious thing to do, but it's, you know, he's, he's going to want to know that he was loved. He's going to have those questions as he gets older of, you know. And we want to be able to, you know, answer those questions, and then for him to be able to see his mom and to, to know who his mom is, and you know, and see that that was hey really boy. her making a great choice for him. I think will only make it easier for him as he gets older too.
2: Yeah, and we always talk about like too, like there is way too much negativity in the world. Like we don't need to add any more negativity. Like what needs to be is more positivity and kindness and you know, coming together. So, um, want him to see, like, we're a big happy family, not like, Oh, you can't talk about them or we don't like them. Like, no, we all love each other. And it's just, you know, it, this is just your story and it's a beautiful story. But one thing I would just add to what Joe too, of just like, you know, I would encourage like adoptive families to the parents to really think Mm -hmm. about like, yeah, your connection is because of the child or the baby, but to really get to know them separately because they have, like, Tina, oh, my God, we could tell uh, how how beautiful she is and all her strengths, and she's hilarious. I think she's Mr. Calling, should have been a comedian. I say that all the time. Um, she's hilarious. But getting to know her separately of, like, that's a part of your family and not just because of your kid, and that's it's been very natural for us. But um, hopefully he'll see that, too, you know, that we love her because, yes, she's your mom, but also, like, she's an amazing human being we fell in love with too so
4: it's not a competition that just means there's more love for samson you know it's he's now he's getting loved on you know, more than you know most people get two parents samson has three you know it's just more love for him and you know there's, there's nothing wrong with that and it's not you know there's not a finite <laughs> supply of love we have just as much love to the team as we do with samson and everyone else and just being able to do that, you know, that that's what Jen said saying. Like you need there needs to be more of that, more of that positivity instead of, you know, looking at things in a negative way. You know, and, and to be honest, you know, if there was more positivity around hey, it, baby, kind of was, you know, someone you, a little bit earlier, I, I would you know, you'd probably see even more moms going to go through the route of doing an adoption baby, and, you know, baby. bringing the child to adoption as opposed to where, you know, when they think of negative things of, well, if I do the adoption, I'm never going to see them again. If they know that that relationship could be there, you know, you're going to see a lot more. I think you'd see a lot more moms that would want to do it.
1: I, I completely agree with you. And. So that everybody understands, can you describe briefly, like when you say an open adoption, obviously you're you're a very close-knit family, including Tina, but how often you guys see each other, how often you visit, how often you make that connection?
2: Um, well we're 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 gonna visit her and make a week long trip every year, um, probably around kind of this Christmas time, December, January, because we live in Minneapolis. And then we send her a package every month full of hopefully things she always loves. And then always a photo, several photo books of what he looks like and and what adventures he's been on in the past month so she can feel really included. And then... I mean, I, we would talk to her every single day if we could. So anytime Tina calls or reaches out or my God, I would literally talk to her every day. Oh, jeez, I would love to. Um, but yeah, I just, I guess I, there's no amount of, we kind of leave that up to her. Like, however, you know, when she has time or the phone or whatever, we are always more than open. Like she'll call and say, Hey, I, you know, I have a phone. Like, could we do a video chat? Like, Oh my God, absolutely. So, whatever we're very like flexible so and want him to see her as much as we he can um and Ah. selfishly I want to talk to her too (laughs) (laughs) like I want to talk to her um and we love her so it's like a family member so for Samson but also for us so I yeah I guess as open as we can be um
4: and as we've learned, Samson's a little bit of a rock star over in this area of Phoenix. Tina keeps introducing everyone there. Like, oh, that's the baby from the photos. That's yeah. the baby from the photo book. That's uh, the baby from the photo book.
2: Yeah, pretty much. I would say as much as... Um, I know, like, when we signed, like, oh, you know, it was three pictures a year or something. I don't know, like, when you... Then you meet her, and then you, um, you know, then you get to know her, and you're like, that doesn't do it justice at all. Like, So I could tell you, like... Fifty things that just happened in one day so for her to really feel like I'm part of my son's life I really we really want to like get her a good snapshot of what's going on so yeah as much as we can um and people ask a lot like that seems like a lot of work or is that like a burden i'm like no like it, it would be like sending a family member or something like i get very excited and he You're like i young. said he always comes <laughs> he always comes with too so yeah. yeah hopefully redefining what open means you know
1: family. and what
2: family means. yeah
4: no we we can find the time to make a daily facetime phone call to his grandma and grandpa we can find the time to make a call with Tina every day you know yeah it's not it's not any more than what people normally do you know it's just with a different person
0: well i have to say all of you have a maturity and a security and strength in yourselves that i hope will translate over this podcast i keep getting teared up i think this is beautiful and i hope that this is a podcast that's one of our most listened to as well as are most listened to by adoptive families because I hope they see your example. And I just think it, it, it's inspirational to me and I think it will be to them as well.
4: There's a, there's a lot of, a lot of scary unknown out there. And I think a lot of times people focus on all the bad things that could go wrong with it. And instead of focusing on all the great things that could happen from an open relationship, you know, with the mom, I think a lot of yeah. times people think about it. You know, instantly you just think of all the all the possible bad ways that could go wrong instead of thinking of all the great ways it could mm. go. Yeah. Ah, you
2: know, but, you know,
1: baby.
4: Follow follow baby. the lead of positivity, not negativity. You yeah. Know, there's there's so many more great things what that could happen. Than
1: all right. Well, thank you both so much for joining us and you, Tina. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you. Those birth mothers out there listening love to hear from other mm-hmm. birth moms. that's like one of their favorites and adoptive families clearly love you know both sides as well Mm -hmm. Um, but your bravery and willingness to come forward and share your story is unparalleled to anything we've heard in a long long time so (laughs) I'm happy for all of you Um, and hopefully we can check back in with you guys at a later time and just see how everybody's doing yeah we would love that thanks for listening thank you very much guys
0: It's been fantastic talking with Jen, Joe, Tina, and Samson. And I hope that this conversation makes a change in what an open adoption really means. And maybe this could be the new normal. We have a Pregnancy Crisis Hotline available 24-7 by phone or text at 623-695-4112, or you can reach us on our toll-free number, 1-800-340-9665. We can make an immediate appointment with you to get you to a safe place, provide food and clothing, and help you get started on creating an Arizona adoption plan, or just give you more information. Check out our blogs on our website at azpregnancyhelp.com and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by looking for AZ Adopt Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to rate and review us on whatever platform you use to listen to us and tell your friends about us. Birth Mother Matters in Adoption was written and produced by Kelly Rourke-Scarry and edited by me. Thanks go out to Grapes for letting us use their song, I Don't Know, as our theme song. Join us next time on Birth Mother Matters and Adoption. For Kelly rourke Scary, I'm Ron Raines, and we'll see you then.